welcome to the Girl Tries Life podcast, where we show you that women are capable of achieving incredible things when they've got the right tools, strategies, and mindset in place. I'm your host, Victoria Smith, and today on the podcast, I am over the moon because we are joined by my good friend, my fellow coach, Amy Mitchell. So Amy and I got to know each other when we were doing our training through the Health Coach Institute. So the Health Coach Institute is an American institute where we were able to become certified both as health and life coaches. And you could tell that we were very Canadian, (laughs) partly because when we asked the question to our group, we said, how can we make coaching more affordable for the average person? We got kind of a smattering of responses about, well, if they can't afford your rates, they're not the right people. I can't remember if I actually say this in the interview, but we were passionate absolutely passionate about being able to bring coaching to the average human being because I don't know about you but I've got a mortgage and two kids in day home and all those things and life is expensive but if you want to see some transformational change we know Amy and I both know through experience that coaching can do that for you and so we looked at how we can take it online and make it more affordable for you. So yeah, we're really passionate. So Amy is my co-coach in the Stressless in 90 Days, the self-led and the group coaching program. We talk about it a little bit in the episode and I'm going to include links to that in today's show notes, which you can find at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast dash 109. You can also find all this information at stresslessladies.com forward slash coaching. Now, Amy is just a amazing human being. Like she just truly is. She's incredibly positive and yet she's been through quite a lot in her life and we talk about that in this episode. She has been through an incredibly toxic relationship that you hear about it in the episode that she just had to make a decision to get out of and I think so many women listening to this will be able to resonate with that story of when you know it's done, it's done. And how do you leave safely? And how do you protect yourself afterwards? And how do you heal? Amy talks about all of that. She is a fitness coach as well. And she's a vet tech. She does all the things. But coaching is really what fires her up. So we definitely, we talk about her outlook on life. And we also talk about dieting. Because here's the thing, Amy and I, when we were coaching each other, I mean, we still do coach each other. We were on different sort of ends of the spectrum, whereas I was at the time pregnant when her and I started coaching together, and I was very much focused on how do I not put on more weight than I need to? How do I get the weight off afterwards? On the flip side, as we were coaching when Amy was younger, she was very much like skinny, 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 like very focused on on losing as much weight as possible. But her and I learned through coaching each other that that was actually a time when she was the least satisfied in her life. And so through our time working together, we both evolved into uh, thinking about intuitive eating and really having that be part of our lifestyle because we both kind of refused to ever go on a diet again. Uh, You'll hear more about it in this episode. Basically, I love Amy to death. It's a phenomenal episode. I had some takeaways from this that I wasn't even expecting and I know Amy really well so I I know that you're gonna it's gonna be a treat to get to hear from her so the Girl Chai's Life podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network which is powered by ATB 
So this particular episode is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities, which I absolutely love. Now, I'm a local business, so I love their their focus on shopping local. And in Alberta, you get to choose where you buy your energy from. And if you choose Park Power, your money stays in Alberta. And plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference in their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kosowski, and we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it's absolutely a fit. So you can learn more at parkpower.ca. Now, I'm a local business, so I totally resonate with this message. I'm really interested in the work that they do, so you should check them out. Now, the next, I'm just going to share with you one of our Alberta Podcast Network members, but you know what? I could read a little bit of information about them. But I think sometimes it's better to hear it from the podcasters themselves. So here's Emily Missed Out. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Brienne. And together we make Emily Missed Out, a podcast where Emily and I dig into the long list of films that she hasn't seen yet. It's a very long list. Totally long list. And help her catch up on all of the pop culturally relevant lines, characters, scenes, and tropes that she may have missed out on. We're also a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. You can find us online at albertapodcastnetwork.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Join us for my pop culture education. Yeah. So without further ado, let's head into the episode with Amy. Thank you so much, Amy, for joining me on the podcast. We're excited to have you. Yay! I am so excited to be here. This is my first one, so Excellent. thank you for having me. I'm just putting a disclaimer out there for my listeners. I am having real issues with my voice the past couple weeks. I sound a little bit like an 80-year-old woman, but it's fine. We're going to carry on because the show must go on, so it's all yeah. good. Yeah, so we've already done a little bit of an intro. Uh, so everyone knows, Amy, that you and I have worked together for, for a while now, both in a sort of <clears throat> student and a business capacity. But I'm uh, curious if you could tell our listeners, like, what is it that led you to health coaching in the first place? When did this spark happen? What what brought you there? Mm. Um, well, it, oh gosh, I guess it started (laughs) long ago around like 13. I picked up a book on yoga and it was just, I still have this book actually, even though I don't really do much yoga, (laughs) but I picked it up and it was just really, it just kind of interested me about the energies and the chakras and everything like that. And then around the age of 21, I found Chris Carr, who is just this phenomenal cancer thriver. And she really kind of showed me how to like how amazing our bodies are and how to like feel really, really good in them, but in like a holistic approach, like not just diet, but kind of the whole picture. And then I was kind of just sitting with a friend and talking like this was a couple years ago now, I guess. And talking about what I wanted to do with my life and just had this aha moment about like life coaching. I Googled it and our school health coach Institute popped up and it was just like this neon sign saying like, Oh my goodness, this is what you need to be doing. Cause I had looked into personal training and it just wasn't, it just wasn't kind of 
fitting my groove. And this, like, as soon as I saw it and read the description, it was like, yes, <laughs> like mm -hmm. a huge yes. So, and there's so many different types of health coaches or life coaches or wellness coaches. So what is it that you're like passionate about focusing on? Mm, yeah, like my passion definitely leads to helping women get out of their toxic lifestyles and reaching new heights, uh, living their best life possible. And how you do one thing is how you do all things. So I feel like if we're in a toxic relationship, whether that is, you know, to life, like work, love, your job, anything like that, it all kind of goes into each other. So if your health is crap, there's a good chance your life is crappy too. And we want to, everyone wants to, I think, live their best life possible. Sometimes we just don't know how to get unstuck. And I want to help bring that out in, in women to see that they can live their best life ever. Yeah, and I love that the way you talk about toxic relationships, like it's not just that romantic relationship or or a family relationship or whatever. It's relationship to, like you're saying, your work, your health, your, all the things. Mm -hmm. But that said, I do want to talk to you about so many women that I know are stuck in toxic romantic relationships. And you kindly shared your experience of this with me. And it was really, really powerful. Like, I, I will never forget that conversation. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering, I'm hoping you could share your experience of that and how you were able to get yourself unstuck so that anyone who's listening that's going through that has can sort of see an example of how it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I can feel my heart pounding already, <laughs> which means I. this is something that is so I am so passionate about because I've been there and when I was 21 actually it was May 18th that I got out of my abusive relationship so it'll be nine years um, <laughs> this year and I wish I could go back and give that younger me a hug but I really wish I could give myself a smack too <laughs> to say that you deserve so much better than this. And it's really hard being on the inside of that sort of relationship because you start to lie for them. You start to make excuses. You tell yourself it isn't that bad and you hope so badly that they'll go back to the way they were in the beginning. And unfortunately, I had kept so much to myself. I didn't really allow anyone to see how bad it was. And then on May 18th, um, the unthinkable happened. And this is actually the first time I'll be saying this publicly, mm -hmm. but he actually um, killed my dog. Oh my God, I didn't know that part. Yeah, and that's, I don't really talk about it. Be and it's still nine years and my heart is beating out of my chest. And my dog was, you know, he was my best friend. He's my guardian angel. He was my everything. I had just finished school to become a vet tech. And so I had put my whole life into animals and that was like, this was the worst possible thing that could have happened to me. And I remember my dog was laying on the x-ray table after um, he passed away. And my boss said to me, this could be you laying here. This could have been you six months, six years, 10 years down the road. This could be you laying here. And that like hit me like a ton of bricks. And Really, I think my dog saved my life um, because I then was able to 
leave the relationship and really move move forward. I mean, it was, like I say, nine years later, and it still feels kind of fresh, but I have done so much work. And this is where my passion comes from of being like wishing I could go back, but I can't, I can't go back and change anything. But what I can do is hopefully help even one person in that situation realize that they deserve so much better than what they were getting. Oh, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. But like, like you're saying, the things, the things that you are providing to women on the other side are incredible. What were the, like the actual steps? Because I think, you know, if going through a situation, like just the way you're describing it, my head would be like, holy smokes, how do you leave that situation? Like worry, like you must've been terrified for your own safety. Mm -hmm. So what are the, what are the tangible things that you did to make sure you were safe while leaving that situation yeah I had I had my dad come and help uh, he was a, a prison guard at one point so yeah I had my dad come and help me just take you know it's just really interesting just come and just take all the things and you realize in that instant when you're going through grief and this trauma you realize how like little the materialistic things are yeah. Because when you're thinking about, okay, I should break up with him. I need to leave. You think, oh, we have the couch together and I have to split up the dishes. Like, and it sounds so stupid, but when you're in it, it's real, right? It feels like, oh, we have to split the house or what are we going to do with this, right? There's all these real things that come up, but in the moment, nothing matters. Yeah. Like all that matters is you, right? Your safety, getting out, your family, having support. And so just having that, like, family support like actually reaching out to friends and family that at the time you know again didn't have any idea what was really going on and so they just being able to be let myself be supported by them and they made sure I was not going back and uh and it was interesting dealing with you know, the cops and everything. And they really just kind of said, like, you know, there's a huge percent of percentage of women that go back to these relationships. And I thought, good God, my friends and family would never let me do that, even if I wanted to. And so I think the biggest thing for me was being able to allow myself to listen to my friends and family and just be supported by them and feel supported by them. And if, you know, if it wasn't them, like maybe if we don't have that, if I didn't have that, finding like a group and a therapist, it took me five years, unfortunately, to get to see a counselor because I wasn't ready to deal with it before then. But once I did, it was five sessions of incredible therapy, counseling, and so much torment was healed just in those five sessions. That's the thing I say to people about counseling all the time is that like, and you have to find the right match of a counselor because you don't, that doesn't always happen. But the incredible change that can happen in just a few short actual hours, Mm one-on-one, like is, it changes your life. Yes. Yeah. And that's what it kind of just was like, holy cow. And what she said to me actually that made a lot of sense was I had actually just started dating my future soon to be husband and Finally, I guess, felt safe. I felt safe. I had a good job. I had good friends. I had this amazing partner in my life who supported me and loved me unconditionally. And I was ready to deal with it. 
And that's what she said. She's like, you know what? Because I was having vivid dreams, vivid nightmares. And I, she was just like, You're, this is your body's way of telling you, like, you need to deal with this now because you're ready and you're safe and you're protected. So like another thing too, is like, I feel like don't rush the process. Like it will come like healing. Will, you'll be ready for it when you're ready. If you can listen to your body signals, because if I would have done it right away, maybe, maybe it would have helped more, but I, I wasn't ready. I, I still needed to run and hide and escape and all that kind of stuff. And so like listening to when you're ready for help, like you'll, I think you'll know it. And then, and then acting on that. Yeah. Oh, lady, you are one incredible human being. (sighs) Well, you know, and really what, what I just, I guess, want to help, like understand too, is that we always want to believe the best in people. Yeah. So we tend to hold on to these relationships that no longer serve us for way too long. And when you're able to take a step back and realize that life is not a dress rehearsal, you really start, you really start to think about what you want out of life. And it actually took being coached by you to see that I did not want my story to be a victim or a wound. I needed it to be an empowered story and who am I without this story I am a powerful woman with a (laughs) backbone and a sense of worth yeah you are yeah so that's that's a huge that was a huge needle mover for me so thank you (laughs) well I mean for anyone listening you have been my coach as well and the change that you have made in my life has been incredible also but before we turn this into a huge love fest um (laughs) I, I want to, like, grab onto something you were saying there, like, that we want to believe the best in other people. Isn't it ironic, though, that we often don't believe the best in ourselves? Like, we'll do it externally be- what, before we even do it for ourselves. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> like, but I think that's part of the work we do, right, is helping yeah. people figure out, like, like you're saying, your self-worth, yourself, like, building their self-esteem and their confidence in whatever area of your life that it is. Because we... When we actually look back, I, like, I don't know a single woman who can't look back and find evidence of something that they've done that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Even, like, there are people who tell me, like, I haven't done anything interesting. I'm not whatever. And, like, we dig into it and they're like, oh, yeah, I did that thing. And I'm like, holy yeah. smokes, come on. Yeah. And yeah. even, like, the week to week with my clients saying, okay, what went well? And a lot of times they brush off these, like, amazing things that they did yeah. as, like, oh, well, I didn't really think that counted. Yeah. Uh, like, And so helping them see these little things as wins because what these little things are, these day by day, these weeks by weeks, these months, this is our life. Yeah. Whether, you know, life is happening, whether we like it or not. So what we're doing in these little moments, they matter. Yeah. Uh-huh. And if I could help just like, you know, even like I say, if I could help one woman, woman see that, that like how incredible they are oh that's like well you have because you've helped me (laughs) (laughs) so um I want to talk about body image for a second because we have both been coaches who have been very much exposed to both professionally and personally diet talk diet culture 
And you and I have, like, when we were going through our, like, coaching one another, have been on, like, opposite end of the spectrums at times. Like, you were talking about how a, a point in your life when you got incredibly, incredibly thin, and I was talking about being pregnant and gaining weight and, like, how that was affecting my body image. So I want to talk about what are your, like, having gone through all these experiences, what are your views on body image and body positivity? Like, what what do you coach women on with this? Yeah. Well, you know, I was, I feel actually really lucky that I was able to grow up with amazing girlfriends who just like, we just simply never talked about our bodies and we never picked them apart. So really thinking about thinking back to it, like you say that body image, it wasn't really this elementary school thing. It really started probably, I guess, before college or around college. And started just thinking about it and noticing it and noticing it like all the ads and all the marketing and mm-hmm. how we're not, you know, we're, we're made to feel like we need to be fixed. And if we're made to feel like we need to be fixed, then we constantly are trying to buy things yeah. to fix. And so when we think about like, you know, the body image, I just think, like it's really interesting um, how different we all are and how amazing each body is, but yet we are made to feel like it's never enough if it's not into society's standards. And body positivity, I really just, you know, I think about how every body is beautiful and diverse and we need to celebrate the diversity instead of kind of shrinking to fit one mold. Yeah. I think one of the things that I found fascinating through this process is a how clever marketing is Uh like did you read about that recent like Avon ad in the US that was pulled I think Jamila Jamil did this huge campaign against Avon against it um, where they had this I'm looking at it right now they did this ad dimples are cute on your face and then in bracket not on your thighs right what's interesting about this advertising is that the majority of people have cellulite. Mm-hmm. It's like we've been, for decades, we've been sold like like this ridiculous lie that you can get rid of cellulite when you can't. So it's like they're mm-hmm. trying, like, but they pick something that cannot be solved so that they can continue to sell you a product again and again and again because you've been promised that it can be fixed mm-hmm. even though it cannot. And ah. <laughs> Like it's ridiculous, but I but I bought into it for the as do most of us for the longest yeah. time. Yeah, and that was something that actually working with one of my clients, just even kind of starting to realize. Like, I want you to think every time you have a negative thought about yourself, I want you to think about where that came from and who told you that, because you were not born thinking these things about yourself. And so, where did that come from? And again. Was it this marketing ad or was it the millions of marketing ads that we see every day without even knowing it? And when we think about like when I, when my client kind of was able to step back and notice like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like everything that I think about myself is because I've been sold that. Yeah. And if something actually worked, it wouldn't be this billion dollar, multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I know one of the things that we struggled with in seeing other folks talk about was, you know, coaching to lose weight or coaching to do this or Uh that. What is your thought process on 
diet and what we should or shouldn't be (laughs) eating or how we should or shouldn't be moving our bodies, where have you sort of moved to in your thinking on this? Mm, Yeah. Um, Intuitive eating. I'm, you know, definitely in the thick of intuitive eating and learning all about it. And a lot of people think that intuitive eating is another diet and it's so not in something that why this just sticks out to me so much is because it's starting to learn to use our intuition and in terms of those toxic, you know, relationships, the workplaces, the, you know, partners, those things. If our, if we listen, if we could learn to listen to our intuition might by maybe just learning how to eat, then like, and we, we, this is relearning how to eat. Remember (laughs) we were born knowing how to just eat intuitively but this is something that we've had that kind of gotten trained out of us. And so if we could learn to listen to our intuition, tell us when we're hungry, when we're full, what we want, what we're craving, what we need, then maybe in those other areas of our life, we would actually learn to listen to what our body is saying and we could take action on that. And so it seems like a simple thing to think about, okay, if we could just learn to eat intuitively, great but maybe we could learn to live intuitively and that would be amazing. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to mic drop there because (laughs) it's so true. I feel like in so many areas of our lives, we have unlearned or sorry, I guess we've learned things that are not natural to us. And now we're going through this Mm -hmm. massive process of unlearning. And like, I'll say for me, I like, I refuse (laughs) flat out to do another diet to Mm. calorie count to Mm -hmm. um even certain fitness programs like there's ones that have really appealed to me and then I've seen it's like you've also got to calculate your macros and I'm Mm. like I am not (laughs) I was like I'm not calculating another thing because you know what my ancestors didn't calculate a damn thing they just listened to their bodies Mm -hmm. and I think I like I'm not putting my power into someone else. Maybe that means like I mean I'm postpartum, right? Like my body is not where it was. It might never get back to there, but mm-hmm. even the process of slow slowly losing weight cuz I know that will happen. I like mm-hmm. it's I'm not going to buy into anything else like if it takes 2 years, 3 years, whatever it takes that time, but then it will be sustainable, right? Like yeah. anything that we buy into is a quick fix that can actually do more harm than good yes and I have to say with you know with you being postpartum you get this 100% and I am three months out from my wedding yeah which is a huge trigger um (laughs) for that and it's interesting because I I have to be very intentional to not fall back into the to the diet trap because it's so easy because it's everywhere and it almost feels like if you're not dieting for your wedding like you're doing something wrong and so <laughs> I feel very intentional that I because I know right here's the thing I know I could you know really cut out things and then be a terrible human being and then <laughs> I, you know, and then I know that I would gain back everything plus some after the wedding. And it's like the alternative is keep doing what I'm doing, moving my body, eating foods that I enjoy and fuel me. And then I'm going to help keep my stress down. And I have way too many other things on the go to be counting my calories. Yeah. So 
I have a life to be living, not to be weighed down by the scale and calories and macronutrients. So, amen. Yeah. You, you talked about stress there and how mm-hmm. um, stress can be a trigger for a lot of things, right? Uh, stress triggers how we eat, how we care for ourselves, how we talk to ourselves. For those that don't know, you and I are launching this incredible Stress Less in 90 Days program. Yeah. Um, so it's really designed to help people get regain agency over their life and rebuild that relationship they, that they have with stress. So mm-hmm. I want, this will be a bit of a back and forth here, but I'm curious, like, if you can share why this important, why this program is so important to you and how you're hoping to help women through it. Yeah, well, this is so important because I see people walking around in this, like, smog fog all the time and they're stressed out they you know think they have no time they feel like everything is a constant battle and they're just going through the motions and the stress takes a toll on their health and again if you don't have your health what's your life like right and so I feel like if we could help bring in coping mechanisms like you say we can't you know we can't take away the stress but we can help them stress less. And so it is so important to be able to cope with stress and have the tools and know where we can find those that time and gain the energy to get your life back. Because at the end of the day, isn't that what all everything is trying to sell us anyways, is to have the energy to live the best life? Like what if we were just able to decrease our stress and regain energy and vitality again absolutely and one of the things I feel that I used to think and I catch myself every now and then because you know that's the way your brain works I used to think that stress was about things happening to me and like therefore I had no control over it like you know you get laid off from your job that happened to you you get you know your parents get divorced that happened to you you are in a toxic relationship that happens to you But you actually have, I've learned through this process and through coaching and everything that like we have way more control about Mm -hmm. our feelings and how we respond and how we deal with it than we think. And so once you like tap into that, the things that happen to you have less of an impact than they used to. Yes. And we we build that resiliency to jump back faster yeah then then feel that we're going down in that you know tunnel of just of stress and chaos and agony and when we can kind of build that build those tools have that toolbox then all of a sudden like you say it's like life is then happening because we are choosing how we want to take control we get to be in the driver's seat and we get to decide if that stress is going to bring us down the tunnel or if we're going to get in the driver's seat and lead. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, one of the things I also want to talk about 
So I'll just maybe do a quick explanation for anyone listening as to what our program actually looks like and feel free to jump in whenever. So we have three different models. We have a self-led model, which is for ladies who are pretty good at being accountable to themselves. And it's it's all going to be online. Guys, it's 12 weeks of core programming with really custom downloads. And the self-led program is going to be available in August. So you can you could go all in. You could do 12 weeks in a row if you were like, gung-ho, we recommend that you do it a week at a time to like build slowly and like incremental change Mm -hmm. I don't know about you but the one I am most excited about is our group coaching program so our group coaching program is going to launch on September 21st and that'll be 12 weeks where it is you get everything that you got in the self-led program like you have all that core programming in the same downloads but you get three sessions with either Amy or myself. We'll kind of, well, yeah, it's going to be super fun. (laughs) And there's this community that you can then rely on of the people that are going through this cohort with you. And we're going to be doing live weekly videos. So you're going to get so much more extra, really great tips and content. And it's also a chance for you on that weekly basis to ask any questions that you've got as you're going through the process. So it's a much more supported model and either depending on what your sort of needs are where you're at I think either will provide really great benefit and then the third is of course you can do one-on-one coaching with either Amy or myself yeah no we're t- I, I don't know about you I'm like ridiculously pumped about this because I think we've been working so hard on this we know the change that it can make for people and I'm just excited to see it in practice it, it has made change because we've both had clients who have gone through it like one-on-one so yeah. Yeah. And honestly, seeing the changes and like hearing the testimonials and like just kind of knowing, like I trust a hundred percent that it works Yeah. because I know. And then because also I, you know, going through it myself, um, being coached by you, I know how amazing you are. So like how lucky and oh my gosh, also, can I sneak in here that you get, you will get a uh, nutrition program or a bunch of recipes with stress um, tips in there, stress reduction tips. And I have been sampling the recipes <laughs> this week and oh my goodness, they are so good. And that is my holistic nutritionist, Melissa Sorge. So we are bringing a lot of value, I feel, and I'm super stoked about that. The one thing I will just add there in case anyone's like, hey, wait a second, you guys said you don't count calories or anything like that. Mm. That, that is not what these meal plans are. These meal right. plans, we don't tell you how many calories are in them because I, oh. I don't think we even know. Um, There's not even a serving size on no. there. You just, just eat. And yeah. <laughs> the per- for like when we were talking about developing it, for me, the purpose of the meal plan was because one of the things as a very busy mama of two that stresses me out is meal planning. And so like, we wanted to take that off, <laughs> what pun intended, take that off your plate for a couple weeks so that you know at least what you're, you know that what we're providing is vibrant foods. You're going to feel good. You know it's good for you. And it tastes good too. Like that's the bonus. And so it's not a diet. We're not talking, it's not a weight loss meal plan or anything. It's just to make your life easier and for your body to feel awesome. Yes. Thank you so much for putting that in there because that's so true. And something actually as like a personal side note that learning to intuitive, like learning this intuitive eating and getting back into it, I'm also realizing, and I don't know if anybody else knows this, but that meal prepping doesn't have to be diet. (laughs) Yeah. 
like that was honestly, that was a huge light bulb moment for me because I think I was scared off when I was going through the process of, well, if I'm meal prep, doesn't that mean I'm just dieting? Doesn't that mean I'm getting back into that routine? But realizing that it actually takes so much stress off my plate, uh, literally, right, of having every night coming home going, what are we going to eat? Okay, I'll go to the grocery store, spend way too much money for one meal. This actually just allows me to go through my week. And again, it doesn't have, it's not salads, broccoli, and chicken. I can guarantee you that. So that is just a huge relief for me knowing that. And I hope it is for our participants as well. Yeah. And I do want to say we are, it, we know it doesn't launch till September 21st. So you're like, oh my God, that's so far away. Why would I care about that right <laughs> now? Here's why you should care about it is because we're doing a really exciting um, pre-sale bonus. So if you buy it now, or if you buy it, if you pre-order the course before June 30th, here's what you're going to get. You're going to get a really great curated summer of self-care package in the mail because we want <gasps> you to, we want you to be excited and taking care of yourself over the summer. Yeah. You're going to get access to the foundational week content on July 1st. So that's exactly what you just said. The meal plan. We've got like a nighttime yoga routine for you. Your sleep. We have like how to sleep habits. You can talk a bit about that. So you're going to get all of that on July 1st so that you've got some core stuff that you can be building into your life so that when we start on the 21st of September, you're like ready to go. And you're going to get a downloadable audio file of five quick strategies to help you decrease your stress today. So pretty much if you buy it before, if you sign up before June 30th, you're going to get some incredible value and we're excited. Yay. And that's just as if we could start implementing even one thing, because me and you both know as coaches, if we can just do one thing slowly over time, it becomes your new normal. And then we add in the next thing and then the next thing. So if we could start with even adding one thing in throughout the summer, a couple things in throughout the summer, by September 21st, we're going to have this like just gang of people that are just ready to like bring their stress reduction down and, and learn, learn how to stress less and live like just live. Yes. Live. I like it. Just live. Live Live that life. Yes. Uh, so yeah, again, we'll include all the links for that in today's show notes. You can also head to stresslessladies.com forward slash coaching, and that's where you'll find the breakdown of everything. And that's where you can go to sign up. We would love to have you. We're so excited. Yes. No. And we feel so like authentic. Like this is just so true to who we are and who we want to, who, like who we want to be as coaches is genuine, like genuinely giving you tangible tips, tricks, tools to decrease your stress because we know like get out we want to help you get out of that smog fog and start living your best life. Yeah, cuz and I don't know about you, maybe this is cheeky of me to say, I don't know about you, but I know we could be making more money as coaches if we bought mm. into the like weight loss programs or the fitness oh programs gosh. or the whatever cuz they like you can make they so sell. much money. They sell <laughs> But we are doing this program because stress reduction is so important to both of us. And we know the difference that it can make in women's lives. Yeah. And I I totally agree. I did a whole thing on this a couple of weeks ago about how I, you know, we could be making more money if we sold that thin ideal, but holy crap, that's not who we are because we, like I say, I want my clients to live huge. I want to stop playing small and start living 
huge because when we are so focused on counting calories, counting macros, weighing ourselves before and after photos, oh, the, all the things that go with that journaling our food, every almond we eat, Ugh. we don't have enough time to become these amazing individuals that are just like slain. Like. Mm-hmm. And do you know what's really funny? I just started reading this book called First We Tame the Beast. No. First we tame the beast, then we make it beautiful by Sarah Wilson. And it's all about anxiety. And in the ver- I'm only like into the first chapter, but on the very first page, she sits down and she's a journalist that sits down with the Dalai Lama. And the one question she asks him is, how do you stop the like everything going on in your brain? And he's like, oh, he's like, I don't. You can't. Or he's like, <laughs> he's like, maybe if I sat in a cave for a year, I could, but I can't. So I move on. And, like, mm-hmm. obviously that's a very simplistic answer. But, like, if even the Dalai Lama has stress, but he <laughs> knows how to deal with it, I was okay. like, yes, there's hope for us all. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. So I want to move into the five questions that I ask all of my guests. We might have touched on this, Amy, but what are some of the things or the projects that get you fired up in a really good way? Mm, okay. Honestly, I don't want to sound like a keener here, but coaching fires me up, especially if it's just been this like this session where they have an aha moment or a breakthrough or they're just like they were able to take a step back and realize like, wow, this is working or, you know, just these little things. It's just like it just fires me up like in my soul. It just feeds (laughs) me. Yeah, I love it. And you also have beautiful dogs, so I'm sure they get you fired up and excited in a good way. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I feel like I have a lot that gets me fired up. Yeah. Excellent. So I know you are a reader because you do these great Insta, Facebook lives where you share some of your reading every week. What's the most inspiring book that you've read in the past few years? Like the one that you would recommend to all your friends? Mm, oh gosh okay I had a lot because in this probably the last year and a half I guess I've read more books than I've probably read in my life and I have to say I don't know if it's a little bit of the syndrome of like oh well, I just read this book so this is my favorite book but Atomic Habits mm-hmm. you guys it's like it really is so amazing it's by James Clear and it is so tangible but so like just realizing when we can change our habits, we can change our life. And if that is an empowering, I don't know what is. Like realizing that we are in control and the choices that we make every day, but actually then how to go about changing those things. It's just a book that I was just like, as I was reading, I was highlighting. I'm one of those people that highlight books. And like every page, I was like, oh my God, this is gold. So yeah. it was, um, I think I think you suggested it or uh, Stephanie Pollock, your other um, podcast guest. Stephanie Pollock suggested it to me and then I passed it on to you. I yeah. Think, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, so thank you. <laughs> and it, but a shout out on that because I agree it is such a phenomenal book that we actually got permission from James Clear, the author, yeah. to do a video on breaking down some of the key areas of that book in our Stress Less Than 90 Days program. So <laughs> that content, like you can get in a really concise, defined way. Obviously, you know, a six minute video isn't going to share the entire book but we're going to give you some of the core principles with his permission so it's exciting yes what (laughs) 
given that we've been talking about stress, and I like to talk about this with all of my guests, what are your go-to tangible methods for handling stress? Mm. Well, you already touched on my dogs. Um, <laughs> so honestly, just getting them out. They're always a good excuse to uh, go for a walk or a hike. And sometimes then too, just watching a show that's like super mindless. I can just sit there and giggle for 20 minutes or something like that. That helps as well. We also do a thing called a Zen Den in our house where we, you know, put, make an Epsom salt bath, have the diffuser going, have a meditation music um, going. And it's just like this amazing, amazing thing. And then also just conscious breathing, like just really deep breathing. I noticed that even because stress, like we say, life isn't stressless, but we can stress less. So it's not like you or I are without stress. Yeah. (laughs) But I notice immediately now if I'm starting to get stressed that my breathing goes shallower. Like it's Mm. it's all up, up at the top. And it's like if I can actually engage my breathing consciously, like you're saying, into my belly and I can open things up, it's like oh, it all makes sense now. Now Mm. it's like releasing that tension. Yeah. So what is the best life lesson that you've learned or advice that you've been given? Mm. One of my old landlords told me, if we learn to listen to our gut, you'll never make the wrong decision. And that just stuck with me hard. Yeah, it just really, I mean, yes, it might be, you know, not the best decision, but it won't be the wrong decision if we truly listen to what we want. And there's always learning lessons, right? Um, Even if, you know, we fail, there's learning, like, what did you learn from it? And if we win, what do we learn from it? So I feel like learning to listen to our gut, our intuition, and I think it's kind of in the recurring theme of today's talk Mm -hmm. of just, if we do that, if we can really truly listen and not shove it down, we will make the right decision. Yeah. And finally, Amy, is what does it mean to you to live your best life? (sighs) It, to me, honestly, being fully awake. It means not walking around, going through the motions, but where each day matters and you are embracing the crappy days and you are loving the awesome days. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. And I'm so excited for any of our (gasps) listeners who signed up for Stressless in 90 Days. You will get way more of Amy in your life and myself so and to me that's never a bad thing because Amy's a phenomenal human being so oh you are as well you are you've changed my life so thank you the feelings mutual so thank you for joining the podcast Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. I hope that you are as fired up as Amy and I are. If you want to learn more about Stress Less in 90 Days, the fastest way to get there is to go to stresslessladies.com forward slash coaching. So that website will be in the link to wherever you are listening to this in the little description bar. Like I said, if you sign up for Stress Less in 90 Days before June 30th, you're going to get some really exciting stuff in the mail and you're going to get early access to the foundational week. So like we said, that's a nutritional plan, which is again, not diet focused. It's really just about helping take meal planning off of your to-do list you are going to get a nighttime yoga routine. You're going to get some sleep hygiene information. And sleep hygiene sounds more fancy than it actually is, but it basically is just going to help you sleep better. And some stressless tips and a, and a 
little bit of a meditation. So basically, we want to thank you if you sign up early by giving you uh, some of these goodies. And you're going to get such a beautiful Summer of Self-Care package in the mail. So we would love to hear more from you. If you have any questions, honestly, please don't hesitate to email me, victoria at stresslessladies.com. Or you can find Amy and I on Instagram. You can find me at stresslessladies. And you can find Amy at Natural High Health. So I hope you check it out. I hope you join us on this journey. It's going to be such an exciting program. Like I truly can't say how over the moon I am about this. So again, have a fantastic week. I can't wait to talk to you next time.